Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello and welcome. Some of you have already sent some wonderful questions, so as always, this is a Q&A. You can still send me questions. You put the question in the chat and I will answer it for you. Uh, so thank you all for your wonderful questions already. Um, and these, I've already put together a plan, I'm already ready to answer them, but you can still ask questions if you like. So the first question was from Boduk, and it was, what is meant by, I always get chills when she raises her voice? I always get chills when she raises her voice. Um, so this comes from the expression, to get chills to get chills, and it can mean two things, really. So the idea of getting chills is when you feel that sort of shiver down your body, when you're like, whoa, whoa. And there's two situations where we can feel it, I think. So let's say you're sitting in a concert, and the music is so beautiful, and the singer is so wonderful, you get chills, you get chills. And that is when you're saying that it's so wonderful that you get that feeling, that rush over your body, that amazing sort of tingly feeling. But you could also say, um, she told me a scary story and it was so scary that I got chills. <sighs> when something scares you and you get that tingly feeling as well. So it is either some, the sort of feeling of like beautiful emotion that gives you chills, or the feeling of fear. Now, in this sentence that Boduke sent me, I always get chills when she raises her voice. So, I would need to know the context to fully be sure, but my feeling is that it's saying that because he is scared, um, he gets scared when she gets angry. Uh, so when she raises her voice, that means when she gets loud and angry and she starts shouting, um, and so, to get chills, that means, oh, I get scared when it happens. It makes me feel tingly. But it could also be that, like, if he finds it sexy, that he gets, like, chills of, like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's also possible. But my feeling is that the, the sentence here is that he gets scared. So, like I say, to get chills, it can either be sort of fear or emotion. Um, hello everyone joining, hello Arroyo, hello Bledi, welcome to the stream. Remember you can ask questions in the chat if you have any questions about English or me or grammar or spelling or anything, English culture, just ask in the chat, I will try and answer you. So the next question was from Anna and it was, what is the difference between a customer and a client? What is the difference between a customer and a client? Um, so this is interesting because in both cases, a customer and a client is paying someone else for something. So the relationship is one of money. Customer and client. So you might hear someone in a shop talking about their customers and you might someone, hear someone in a business talking about their clients. And the reason is, so a customer is someone who buys something, especially for from a shop. She's one of our regular customers, they say. A client is a person or company that receives a service from a professional person or organization in return for payment. So if I go to a shop 
and I buy an Apple, I am a customer of that shop. Whereas if I am a graphic designer and I have different people that I work with and they buy my graphic designs, I would say those are clients because it's more of a service instead of a product. Um, and I would also say a customer is more of a one-time thing, whereas a client is more like a regular meeting and service. So a business usually has clients because they are in contact with the people, they are creating something for them, there is a service for them, they speak, how do you want it? Okay, we'll make it more like this, etc. Whereas a customer just buys something that is already made, ready to go, not for them personally. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I would also say, like, even if, there are some things that you can buy that are already made where you're still a client, like if you are buying a house and you have regular contact with the estate agent or the house builder, you're more of a client because it's like a working relationship. So for me, a client is someone that you have a sort of working relationship with to provide a service. A customer is more buying a product. Um, the next question was from Sarah Lee, and the question was, by 11am or at 11am, what is the difference? By 11am or at 11am, what is the difference? And remember everyone, you still have time to ask questions in the chat, so if you have any questions at all, please, please, please ask them in the chat, I will answer for you. So let me know if you have any questions. So this question was from Sarah Lee, um, and it's the difference between by 11am and at 11am. So let me show you two sentences. Send it to me at 11am or send it to me by 11am. So let's say you have um, a deadline from your boss and your boss says send it to me at 11am. That means when the clock hits 11am you should send it or maybe five minutes before or five minutes after, but at 11 a.m., when the clock is 11 a.m., you have to send it. Um, whereas send it to me by 11 a.m. means you can send it any time in the morning. So you could send it at 4 a.m. or 7 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 10.30 or 11. So by is sort of the run up to that time, whereas at is that specific time. Uh, so send it to me um, at 4, that means I have to wait until 4 and then I'll press send. Uh, send it to me by 4, I could send it at midday. Um, you'll find we don't really say at when we're talking about a day, so you can say send it to me on Thursday or send it to me by Thursday. So send it to me on Thursday means you send it, you wait until Thursday, then you send it. Send it to me by Thursday means I could send it Wednesday, I could send it Tuesday, it doesn't matter. So at does the same thing that on does for a day. Um, my next question was from Tobias, and the question is, what is cider in the UK? What is cider? So cider is an alcoholic drink made from fermented apple juice. It is an alcoholic drink made from fermented apple juice. It's very popular in pubs. I would say especially with people who don't like beer, maybe they'll drink a cider. It's a bit sweeter, 
than beer, and it's popular in the summer. A nice cider in the sun, in a pub garden, you drink a cider, and it's a little bit more, um, it's not quite as strong as beer, it's a bit sweeter than beer, it's a bit easier to drink than beer, so yes, it's like beer but made from apples instead of beer made from wheat or um, whatever they make beer from. Uh, so think of beer but made from apples, so it's like an apple, an alcoholic apple juice in a way. Um, has a bit of a bitter taste, it's very very nice in the summer I think to drink. Um, and that's what we call it in the UK, I think in other countries cider means something else. But in the UK, when we talk about cider, we're talking about an alcoholic drink. Um, what is the early May bank holiday? Tobias also asked me. What is the early May bank holiday? Uh, and just to let you know, everyone, if you do have questions, please, please ask in the chat. Um, I've only got two more questions in my list. So if I don't have any more questions, I will just finish the stream then. So if you have any questions about English, please ask. Um, what is the early May bank holiday on the 1st of May? So, in England we have May celebrations that go back thousands of years. We have May celebrations, it's things like dancing around a maypole in the thing, or Morris dancing, or um, just celebrating the arrival of spring and summer, and these are the May celebrations. This is when everyone celebrates the weather getting better, the days being longer, and it generally being a nicer time of year. The May celebrations. Now, there is another holiday as well that is traditionally in most countries on May the 1st, and that's International Workers' Day. And so this is at the same time as beginning of May. Um, and International Workers' Day is a day celebrating the workers, so people who work in the mines, or people who work in factories, or people who work as like firemen or whatever. These are workers because they have jobs that traditionally require physical ability and strength, um, and, uh, and not necessarily a lot of, like, you know, going to university for 10 years. Um, so these are jobs that are celebrated on International Workers' Day. Now the way it works in England is we don't celebrate, we don't have days off on specific dates. We always have something called a bank holiday. And so, for example, in Germany, May the 1st is always a day off. Um, and it doesn't matter whether it's on Tuesday or Thursday or Saturday or Sunday, that is the holiday. Now in England, we don't do that. We have something called a bank holiday, and this means it is a Monday off at a certain time of year, and so it means that you always have Saturday, Sunday, and a day off all together. Um, a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in a row. And so we don't have a specific holiday on the 1st of May, we have the May bank holiday, which means the first Monday of May is off. And so it's kind of supposed to be at the time that you would celebrate either Workers' Day or your May celebrations, but we, have, we just make sure that it's always on a Monday so that you don't go Sunday, we have a day off, and then Monday you work again, and then Tuesday is a day off. Uh, that's how we do it in the UK. We like to have our days off together. Um, and then my last question from Tobias was, what do Americans mean when they say pissed? What do Brits mean when they say pissed? Um, very, very good question. Um, this is your 
two minute warning. If you have a question for me, please ask in the chat. Hello Lisette, hello Octet, welcome to the stream. So if you have a question, please ask in the chat now. Um, and if you don't, then uh, you'll have to wait until the next time I do a Q&A to ask me a question. So what do Americans mean when they say pissed? And what do Brits mean when they say pissed? I'll let you know. So in US English, if you say I am pissed, it's short for I am pissed off. And this is quite rude and it means I'm angry, I'm annoyed, Ugh, I'm pissed. Uh, but this is really American English um, and in the UK it means something different. So US English, I am pissed is short for I am pissed off, which means I am annoyed, I'm angry about something. Now we do also in the UK say I am pissed off uh, and that means I'm annoyed, I'm pissed off. I will say it is quite rude so please 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 be careful if you say that in England or America. If a small child said I'm pissed off people wouldn't like it. It seems very, it's very rude for a child to say and it's rude to say around children. So it means sort of angry and annoyed. Whereas in the UK, if I say I'm pissed, it means I'm drunk. Uh, so that's the big difference between US English and UK English. US English, when they say I'm pissed, they mean I'm angry. UK English means I am drunk. I've had a bit too much to drink, which I find funny. So please, please, please be careful which country you're in and what you're saying. If you say in England, oh, I'm a bit pissed, people might go, did you have a drink today? Whereas if in the US and you're drunk and you say, I'm pissed, they might go, well, what's upset you? So remember English and American, two different dialects, two different ways of speaking, and we use different words. And that was my last question. So today I will say, Thank you all for watching my Q&A, um, and I hope you enjoyed, I hope you learned something. Remember, next time I do a Q&A, you can ask questions before the stream, um, you can put them in the chat and I will answer them in the stream, or you can just write them during the stream and I will try and answer them for you as well. So thank you all for watching everyone, it has been a lot of fun and I will see you all very very soon, uh, I'll be doing streams again from Monday. So until then my friends, goodbye, see you, bye bye.